Who killed Elizabeth Barclay? It's been 43 years since the young girl was kidnapped, which, by the way, happened only three months after the kidnapping and murder of young Tyra Heath in Mesquite, Texas. In Tyra's case, James Richard Harris was arrested, prosecuted, and found guilty of killing Tyra Heath. Unfortunately, Elizabeth's case remains unsolved. This is the story of Elizabeth Lynn Barclay. Elizabeth Lynn Barclay was born on December 21st in 1971 to parents Linda Barclay and David Barclay. David was a research technician in the U.S. Army at the time. Her little brother Scotty followed in 1975 and Scotty was three years old when Elizabeth was taken. Here's what happened to Elizabeth. It was October 23rd in 1979 Seven-year-old Elizabeth, her brother, and another unrelated child were walking to a grocery store when an unidentified black male stopped them along Community Drive and West Northwest Highway in Dallas. The man gets out of his car, he grabs Elizabeth, and according to the other two children, he threatens to drown her just before he jumps back into his car with Elizabeth and drives away. An investigation began almost immediately. This disappearance, it brought up memories of the disappearance of Tyra Heath back in July of that year. And Tyra's the young girl that I mentioned in my intro. It also brought up memories of another girl just five years earlier. So Dallas police launched an all-points bulletin and searched with helicopters in hopes of finding Elizabeth as quickly as they could. There were a couple witnesses. Mrs. E.C. Landy, who said she heard screams from the area, but she didn't see anything, so I don't know how much of a witness she was. And there was also a gentleman who claims he saw the entire thing play out from his apartment window, and he said the abduction happened very, very fast. Four days after the abduction, the parents of Elizabeth held a press conference and pleaded for their daughter's return. On October 30th, authorities began searching the Coppell area and the Trinity River Bottoms with Elizabeth's father, but nothing was found. Then, on November 7th, Elizabeth's parents had raised $10,000 in reward money. A better vehicle description was put out, and this description indicated police were looking for a two-door Buick and a black male five feet six inches tall with sideburns. On November 18th, the Dallas Morning News ran a full-page ad in support of finding Elizabeth. The reward had increased to 15000 and an updated photo of the girl had also been included. But what I find interesting is that they didn't list much about her abductor or his vehicle. I don't know why that wasn't updated. It just seems very strange. As December moved in, all hope was fading. 
But on December 21st, an unidentified person discovered skeletal remains on the side of a road off what is now called Wingo Way in Wills Point, Texas. It's just a few miles outside of Dallas. Elizabeth's parents were informed of the discovery and that these might be Elizabeth's remains. The Dallas County Medical Examiner later confirmed that suspicion using dental records. And the cause of death, it was determined to have been by gunshot. On December 23rd, Robert Douglas Durkee was arrested for an unrelated kidnapping in the University Park area and was thought to have been connected to Elizabeth. But on December 24th, police determined there was no connection between Elizabeth and Durkee and he was eventually released. On December 30th, leads had pretty much dried up in the investigation. A funeral was held for Elizabeth at Restland Memorial, and a small crowd gathered there to celebrate her life. Unfortunately, that would be the end of what the public would know of Elizabeth and her family. The case remains unsolved, and no new leads have been released to the public. There's another case I found while I was doing my research, and it it makes me wonder if it's connected to Elizabeth. On February 22, 1980, a girl, four to six years old, was kidnapped from a sidewalk in East Dallas by a man identified as a six-feet-tall black male with a goatee. This girl was thrown into the back of a dirty blue station wagon, and the man then drove off with the girl, never to be seen again. Dallas police were puzzled by this girl's disappearance, but thinking that this case was probably parental-related, the investigation was dropped. Also during my research on Elizabeth, I was able to discover her mother's whereabouts, and she had passed away in November of 2005 from cancer. I, I can't imagine what was going through her mind that she never had a resolution regarding her daughter's murder. That's just terrible. I did find that back in 1975, Linda and Elizabeth's father, David, were divorced. Elizabeth, her brother, and Linda remained in Texas, but her father was based in San Francisco. Elizabeth lived with her mother and brother at the Westlake apartment complex in Van Zant County, which is where she was living when she went missing. I know that the whereabouts of her brother, her sister Sherry Lee, and her father are still unknown. It's so crazy, but you can't find them on social media. They just don't seem to be anywhere. But I will say there were some stories out there claiming that um, her sister Sherry Lee is currently estranged from her stepfather David and Elizabeth's brother Scotty. Elizabeth's father reportedly told her sister Sherry that in the 1990s, the person responsible for Elizabeth's murder was already in jail. I find that interesting because there's zero mention of anyone being in jail or even under investigation for the murder of Elizabeth. So I don't know where that story comes from, but it's out there. Elizabeth would have been 51 this year, so if you have any information, please contact the Dallas police, even if it's information that you heard from someone that they heard 
back in 1975. Any information is good information. Texas Crime Stoppers is offering a cash reward of up to $3,000 to any person who provides information that leads to the arrest of the person or persons responsible for this crime. To be eligible for the cash rewards, tipsters must call the Crime Stoppers hotline at 1-800-252-8477. Remember, all tips are anonymous. Tipsters will be provided a tip number instead of using a name. Thank you for listening to Forgotten Events. Please take a moment to give us a review of our podcast and stay tuned for more episodes.